What is going on? We are back for another episode of the ABJ Podcast, episode 37 with Jaden Steele. We'll have him on in just one second. Let's get some of this housekeeping out of the way. Links below for all ABJ support. Follow me on social media, merchandise, Patreon, the whole nine will be there. Um, so I, I also made a rumble. It's kind of like supposedly like the, the new version of YouTube, maybe, possibly, who knows? I'm just throwing my name in the hat to see what happens. Uh, I think it's like right now very conservative so they're gonna love me (laughs) but yeah so all my content is on there so search uh, abj podcast on rumble um supposedly it's gonna do a lot more when it's like not so much restrictions so you you can say things i don't i don't know how it works but go check it out if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't uh we're still on youtube and everywhere else um also links below for adina and philly mike still recovering from injuries anything you could do to support them would be amazing as well as links for my guest below um Huge thanks to the intro music, Billy Trey. Thank you so much, Haley Stokes, for the art. Uh, But let's get into our brand sponsor this uh, for our podcast now, Elevation 1470. Elevation 1470 is reinventing the style by bringing traditional and nostalgic apparel to Frackville and the surrounding areas of School County, Pennsylvania. We pride ourselves on hometown heritage and community. For Elevation 1470 is where the trail begins. And you can find them at www.elevation1470.com to find the latest in traditional nostalgic style in Schuylkill County, Pennsylvania. Now, also going on with that, if you go and you buy anything and use the discount code I love L O V E A B J, you get 15% off your entire order uh, until the mar- until the end of March 2023. So go check out that and use code I love ABJ. Also, another code. You can use out there and and show some support if I have the picture of it still. Here it is. Use code ABJ if you want to purchase tickets to the next Mash Master. So Saturday, uh, May 6th and through Pennsylvania. Let's get rid of that scroller for a second so you can see it. Doors open at 5. Show starts at 6. All seats, 20 bucks. Uh, and I believe you get a discount code as well if you use uh, code ABJ. I actually don't remember what the code is get you so i apologize i probably should remember that but yeah go check out smash master wrestling on all social media go to their website and get tickets for the next show the pennsylvania wild so yeah code codes all over the place we we we, uh we want to thank all the people who are showing support to the podcast and showing love clips are coming they're they're rolling out um some clips will be dropping later on today for the horror movie review we just did just a review with my wife went and seen scream six the new gopros i think that came out really well Pretty excited to keep doing more. Uh, so that's pretty much everything ABJ. If you uh, Also, the audio plays. We just announced that we hit 500, and we're currently sitting like just a couple days later after announcing we hit 500 plays. We're up to 500, or, I mean 617. So we're closing in on another 650, possibly 7. So everyone's support on the audio side. Thank you so much. Um, it's a huge, huge, huge uh you know, honor that you guys are listening there. Make sure you leave some reviews as well as uh, five stars. So that helps out a lot. And then if you're on Spotify, uh, there is a question uh, thing. It says, what do you think about the podcast? So leave some reviews and we'll start reading them off on the podcast. But uh, without further ado, let's bring in my guest, Jaden Stile. It, it was such a good intro, <laughs> but the name. <laughs> I did that on purpose. And I, I know it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on everybody man? Uh, i had to move locations i, I am in my basement now yeah yeah i remember you complaining to me at a show uh that no one everyone calls you stile uh and i was like well you should have never told me that <laughs> it's stile i've heard sterling rip squid i'm taking the gimmick 
Seal, uh, what the best one I heard, Stewart. I heard Jaden Stewart at a show, and I'm like, they did that to me on purpose. They're burying me. <laughs> so you give yourself an intro. Let people know who you are. It is me, the HCE Jaden Staley, the thoroughbred of New Jersey, mid-card Jersey Jesus. I'm not too happy about that mid-card part. <laughs> but I am the leader of Lion Corps. The, although nobody wants to acknowledge I'm in that team. I don't know if we see that on Facebook, but people don't like that I'm with them. But yeah, that's me. I'm the fastest rising heel in Jersey, if you ask me. I think I'm doing pretty good as far as two years in the business goes. Yeah, you've been doing really well. I, I first met you at IWA and then found out you're a – you're you're a five seven oh boy. Did not did not know that about yeah. you. Uh, didn't know you were a backbreakers kid. So I thought that was pretty dope. And uh, I was like, well, if he's a backbreakers kid, why is he not working the five seven oh shows? You're like, now he just kind of found a, a home in Jersey and he's been here the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> it's kind of dope. Not a lot of people start their career and leave that twenty five mile bubble. So the fact that you're doing that, that's pretty sick. My I've only worked like a handful of promotions in PA. So like. When I get to work a show close to home, I go nuts. I'm so excited. <laughs> but I can get more people in the doors at Jersey shows from up here because I, I don't know what it is. I guess what they had me doing in Jersey is always a little more exciting because they're not one-offs for me. Yeah, Most of my PA shows are one-offs, special appearances, stuff like that. Didn't yeah. know I was a special appearance. <laughs> so how did you get involved in this crazy industry called professional wrestling that you know lifelong fan turned into a wrestler how did it all work out so my dad and grandfather are huge wrestling fans my grandfather the first match i ever watched was with him and it was piper valentine in the dog collar match that is the first pay-per-view I ever watched. Flair for the gold. Whenever I have a title match, I always start posting Staley for the gold. And it go people love when I just post the Staley for the gold because they know I'm not going to win ever because <laughs> that's just not me. But like that was my first introduction. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Roddy Piper, that's my man. I, I love this guy. And then I watched when I watched Piper Hart at Mania, that was my, I'm doing that. Yeah. So then I graduated 2020 and like little kid me, it was all the career days. They're like, what do you want to be? And I said, pro wrestler. I got to my junior year and they're like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I guess I'm going to be a pro wrestler. So now did you, were you playing sports the whole time through high school too? Like were you a football, basketball wrestler? What all did you do? Eight-time powerlifting state champion, two-time national champion, one-time runner-up, like five-time record holder for different lifts and competitions. Uh, every throwing event in track and junior year I played football. Wow. Look at you. What, what, uh, I was also the mascot. <laughs> love that. Where, where, where'd you go to school? Jim Thorpe, where oh, I live. Okay. Nice, nice. I uh... – now, are you are you the Jim Thorpe? Are you like we we call ourselves Ma Chunk because we don't like the name Jim Thorpe? Where do you lie on that batter? I think I would have rather be a mock Chunk Bear through high school than a Jim Thorpe Olympian, but I yeah. couldn't imagine what ugly colors they have us wearing in our football jerseys. So yeah. I like the red, white, and blue gear we got, but I think I like mock Chunk Bears a little more. 
Yeah. So for the people who are listening to this that may not be from the area, I'll give you a quick history lesson because it's fucking crazy. So the town of Jim Thorpe it was called Machunk, and they wanted to get tourism to their area. So they had it's called what was called the nickel fund, right? So all the community people put like a nickel into this fund and they raised all this money through nickels. And with the community support, they bought a dead body <laughs> and they transported See? a dead body of a guy who never been to their town and put no, he dead- came through on a train one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he came through he on a train. Remember, he was there. But anyway, his no. body was then put in this town, and they named a name. A- they named a town after him, and then his family's like, "Hey, can we have his body back?" And they're like, "Nope, we paid for it fair and, and square." <laughs> whole town said, "Blow me, <laughs> it's mine." That we always the make the joke. Yeah, every yeah. year during like fall foliage. That people are coming here in droves for a dead Indian's leaves. Yeah, yeah. They literally they bought the body of Jim Thorpe, the famous athlete. Um, and he he's, he doesn't live there. Never. He, he drove a train through one time, and they uh, they they saved their community. Could you imagine being so popular? That's my goal. I wish I'd become so popular that a town saves up their nickels to buy my dead body to bury in their town. And I was, I was never been there my whole life. That is a dream. That's, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I was going to, if it didn't snow today, go and cut a promo with the statue. Cause I've been wanting to do a promo with the statue on how there's only one real athlete that this town should be talking about. And it oh, isn't man. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I still have the same two, same shoes. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah, I thought that was a great a great thing. I'm going to clip that, too. That's a great clip, the, how the town saved up their nickels to buy a dead body. I, every time I hear it, it, it reminds me of like a Parks and Rec. You ever watch Parks and Rec? Love that show. But, you know, so when you take the tour of Jim Thorpe and you go to like the historical thing and they show you the video, it literally is like yeah. an episode of Parks and Rec where like, we killed a bunch of Indian people here. Like, you know what I mean? It, like, like The town history is so dark and morbid. They try to make it all chipper and cool. <laughs> It's funny because in high school, I was the president of my history club and I used to volunteer doing tours at that museum. Yeah. And I would be like, let's ignore this. This guy, he, his body's here. Yeah, and they're they like, why do you want us to ignore that? Thing? Yeah. They play that whistle thing uh, at the beginning. Yeah, we uh, I actually did like three or four different podcasts uh, inside the prison at one point in time. Like I, I became pretty cool with like the guy who the guy's grandson who runs it, and he he had us go in there like three or four times and film after after uh, after hours. It was pretty pretty dope. I love Jim Thorpe. It's a great town to walk around. Historical sides blast. They have some good stuff on the other side of town too. Some good bars and some good restaurants. So if you're in the PA area, definitely a town you can spend a day at and go see a lot of cool things. Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. And run into me. <laughs> you'll see this guy, yeah. Uh, if you're going probably to Bright walking Path, my dog. You'll probably see me at Bright Path Brewery. I'm not going to lie. That's probably That's where right down the road from me. Is it really? So you know where the monument is? Yeah. You know where you go up a little bit and there's that development mm-hmm. all the way in the back? I live all the way back there. All right. The next time I go to Bright Path, I'm, I'm shooting you a text. Come drink a beer. Bright Path is five minutes from my house. It's awesome. So, a high school graduated. You said you're going to do this. What was your steps getting into the professional wrestling business? Did you know there was any scene around you? Did you know about schools, or was this like a Google search for you? So, it started as a Google search on the school laptop that they provided to me. 
and I got in trouble for looking up pro wrestling schools on my <laughs> laptop because they were like, how'd you do that? The VPN should block it. And I was like, my VPN was better. So <laughs> that happens. I'm sending emails through my school email on this laptop. I get accepted into OVW. Nice. So I was going to be moving to Kentucky to go do this, sleeping in my 94th or Ford Escort at the time to go be a pro wrestler. Next thing I know, COVID shuts the world down and they cancel everybody in role, everybody that got accepted. And I was never so upset. I was like, I might just go to college. And then I gave it another Google search Which on my now the better choice. <laughs> like, pro wrestling college. <laughs> like wait, I get a, I get twenty five dollars and a and a hug at this show. I should have went to college. <laughs> I don't know. My my day job, I make twenty seven an hour paid weekly at my actual job. So I'm I'm okay. pretty cool with my choices right now. <laughs> but I give it another Google search and I find IWF in Nutley, New Jersey. I moved to Easton with my mother because it took an hour off of my drive and I'm training three days a week. I get to this building and there's a boxing ring, not a wrestling ring. Mm. So that's why I will always say my psychology is so good because I couldn't do bumps and crazy moves. I had to get a match in at practice off of punches and kicks, which now you've seen a lot of my matches. There are a lot of punches and kicks and psychology. Yeah. So I think that put no chance. (laughs) (laughs) I think that really put my like psychology ahead of a lot of the guys that have been doing this the same amount of time as me. And then I was like, I can't live in Jersey anymore. Easton, this sucks. I hate this place. So that's really why I ended up working in Jersey so much more. Because I started training in Jersey. I moved back home to Jim Thorpe. And I gave another search on schools near me. Couldn't find anything. I go to work an SWF show. And I'm talking to Adina. And she's like, why don't you come to Backbreakers? And I'm like, Where, where's that? She's like, Scranton. And I'm like, shoot me the link. And next thing you know, I am you know, yeah, you would have, me you and would Justin have Glory. You would have Scranton. You would have Sanctuary. You would have the, dun- the Mess Brothers Dungeon. And probably uh, no post COVID, they were probably out of there. You would have, I was going to say, they would Hazelton with uh, PPW, but then by that time their school was closed. Uh, Allentown with XW, uh, WXW, C4, and then now Battlefield were off of junior trains. So there's a little bit of a. I'm, yeah. I'm going up there now. Nice, nice. That is my next step because Glory retired, miss him all the time. Yeah. Got my diploma, and I'm big on, like, this is a flavors of ice cream kind of business. So going out and seeing, like, I might go in and train with Alpha and lock up, and he's like, that was, dark. That was terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, that, this is how I learned how to lock up. And he's like, that's not how you do a TV lock up. Okay, teach me. Yeah. Like, be a sponge. Brings, so I like getting trained by of, other people. He brings a lot of names in. Uh, I know working, when I was working with PPW, uh, when I would go early to set everything up for production and comment and backstage and get ready for commentary, I uh, I would see some of the seminars and he would he brought in Doc Gallows, Davey Richards, Brian Kendrick, like he brought all these really cool names in who did these seminars and it was like I don't wrestle, but it was just like really cool to see them. Jay Lethal came in and Chain wrestled every single student for ten like ten minutes each. 
Like, could you imagine being a I'm student a- like a chain wrestle Jay Lethal? Just, just the, you know what I mean? Like some seminar, some guy just talk to you for 15 minutes and some get in the ring and actually work you, you know, and it, to say like, oh, I'm a student and I got to, I got to chain wrestle Jay Lethal. That, that's got to be sick. I'll never forget. I did the Buddy Murphy seminar up there. Yeah. And I was so put off of seminars after that one. Yeah. Yeah. Rolls for an hour. And I know a lot of people, if they remember that seminar, they will tell you the same thing. It was rolls for an hour. Just yep. a waste of time. Yeah. Rolls and what? The, the, the corner leapfrogs you guys did for like 15, 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is awful. Yeah, Davey Richards was the one of the coolest seminars I've seen. Doc Gallows treated the seminar like it was a WWE tryout. Everybody was there. He's like, shirts off. And everyone's like, uh. They're like, nope, shirts off. And everyone's like, uh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's what they're gonna do in WWE. They want to look, they want to see your body. Uh yeah. Kendrick was really good. There's so many good, there's been so many good seminars. So if you go to Battlefield, that is uh our battle is a battle battlefield or battlegrounds. Battlefield. Battlefield Battlegrounds is icons. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Battlefield is, is you're going to get a lot of good exposure there. Um, there's another, uh, well, backbreakers now turn was now essentially high ground. So that's a new, new branded yes. school. Um, another, some Jersey ones, man. Uh, Apple TV is getting the, uh, the docu-series of the monster factory, which I can't, I don't even I own saw Apple that. TV, but I'm going to try to find a way to watch that. Cause a lot of cool people that I <laughs> are going to be part of that docu-series. Uh, well, uh, Jersey, I mean, Jersey has everything. You have Monster Factory, Super Crazy, H2O, fucking uh, Creator, Creator Pro, CZW with Deshaun Pratt. You know, that's if you want to learn from somebody, Deshaun Pratt's that dude. That's and there, there aren't a lot of places in New York I yeah, have found is. from people yeah, that live in New York. Yeah, the Northeast area when it comes to professional wrestling is is unbelievable, and you can't really go wrong with any of those schools. But I like your mentality where you want to bounce around and learn from everybody. Oh, yeah, I'll go everywhere. I, I am trying to go up to World Wrestling Dojo for one of their opening rings just because Cheeseburger and Finnegan might be two How of the best trainers. That's, oh, that's, I love, yeah. love that guy. Yeah, that building is historic, too. If you if you knew, oh, yeah. if you know, you know. That's the old ROH Dojo. Like, Punk ran that building at one time. Like, pretty much anybody you're watching on TV right now on AEW has probably wrestled or stayed at that building. Yeah, and then... I'm trying to, once I'm done with BPW and that, I'm trying to shoot over to the Messmers a little more just because I know Mark. Mark uh, met him at my first show ever. Uh, I worked in his barn for a taping. Hottest building I've ever worked in in my life. Uh, if wrestling ever, naked was allowed. Worked, have, you ever worked, uh, have you ever worked H2O? No. Ooh, that's an oven. Oven. Yeah, that's that's the hottest building I've ever been in. It's where I met my my boy Matt Green, the greatest ref on the Indies. I don't know <laughs> if you know Matt. I yeah, love yeah. Matt. I always <laughs> call him Matt B. Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what are what are some matches early on in your career that really stick out to you that like you feel like you were really finding yourself or people you've worked with that you felt like you gelled really well and helped you a lot in your career? I feel Casey Bonilla is probably like if I'm gonna have that Sami Zayn Kevin Owens match of send us out there and let us burn the house down, that's the guy. Like me and him could have a good match. You give us five minutes, you give us half an hour, we'll kill it. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the matches I really started to figure out like this is my working style is like my third show in me and Dark Oracle Sage 
you know him. Uh, we worked a match. I was supposed to work Paul James that day, and then he pulled out of the show. So I got put into that match, and that, like, he's a bigger guy, and I'm a bigger guy. So he was like, these are moves I used to do before I found my gimmick, start doing them. And now I'm like, yeah, I can do all those. So easy. Yeah. So that one really helped me. And honestly, putting the cowboy hat on made my gimmick. Yeah, you, now, you do get a lot of comparisons to, to a JBL. Um, I heard he was at the last High Ground show. I didn't get to meet him. Yeah, uh, because you do throw a lot of boots and kicks and punches and you do have a cowboy gimmick. So it's definitely there. And I, and I think like you and JBL fall into the same category. Like if you see you, right, you're a bigger guy, but I, 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 I don't think you don't realize how big you are until you're in the ring with another talent. And you're like, holy shit, like Jaden's got size over this part. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's one of those optical illusion things. You're like, oh, just, he's just like me. And then he gets in the ring. You're like, holy, like he's. He, he, like, you, you wrestle like a big guy. Like, you do a really good job with it. That's where, like, I get that a lot of, like, the smaller guys will come up to me and they'll be like, you look like you're, like, 5'10 from over there. And then I walk up to you, I'm like, holy shit, he's 6'2. Yeah. Like, definitely. <laughs> and then I put, yeah. I put my boots on and it's like, now I'm 6'4. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would you say if, if someone's never seen you wrestle, what, what style do you bring to the table? What would, uh, if they were, if you were to say like you you emulate somebody that people would see, I I have told people right now if you want to know the style of match you're getting into, watch a JBL match. If we're getting a little more crazy, I do a lot of Bruiser Brody stuff. Like if the match is longer, the first half will be more JBL punch kicks. Second half, expect more Brody of like the tossing suplexes that I do at ECPW a lot more. Uh, the big falling knees. Like I switch like depending on the length of the match. Yeah, absolutely. Are, are there are those people that you study a lot when it comes to what I can do to add to your arsenal? When I realized I should be doing JBL stuff, I watched the entire JBL era of SmackDown. Oh wow, <laughs> he does still have one of the best so, clothesline lariats of all time. The best heel run of all time. It like Ooh. people say I'm. People say I'm biased, but if it wasn't for JBL getting so much real heat, we wouldn't have John Cena. John Cena wouldn't have revived the wrestling business, which means we probably wouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> I always say that with uh, Iron Sheik. I said if Iron Sheik wasn't as good of a heel, Hulkamania would have, wouldn't be as big as it is. Never would have happened. Yeah. So if it wasn't it for JBL. A good heel will help a good baby face out. Oh, 100%. Like... I have worked IWA. I'll, I'll go to the comparison I know because I'm involved. Casey Bonilla debuted and eliminated me from the Rumble. Nobody really knew who he was, but he eliminated me and they liked that. So I eliminate him unjustifiably. Now they care about this guy. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's how I saw it. And then our strap match, the finish, he went to jump over me. My back hit first. Everybody thinks he won. They went nuts because they thought I was kicked out of town. Frank, my man, sees that my shoulder hit first, reverses the decision. Jaden Staley is still in town, but he is fired. Wow. Uh, Go ahead. uh, I was going to say, now, like, if that man ever finds his way to weasel back into my home base, then I think we have a big pop coming. But it's up to me. He'll never step foot in my ring again. 
Love to hear that. So what are some promotions that we – I know you, you threw a few out there. What are some promotions that people can see you at or, or, or go support or watch? Home base is IWA, Intense Wrestling Alliance, our weekly show, Intensity. We want to get those views up, and I know Anthony Blackwell has the views to bring us. So now I will say it. So uh, if, you, if you go to my page and scroll down, there's a thing that says promotions I work for. IWA is there on YouTube. and Just go subscribe and go watch all that back content. Yeah, we're doing a bunch of crazy stuff this year. Breakthrough Battle Royal, which I am in. I'm going to win that is all I'm saying. Like, that is, I don't think anybody else stands a chance in that. I don't know who's in it, but I got it. Uh, we have Shore Star. They have a lot of big shows coming up. I don't know which ones we've announced, but there's Monsoon 2 in Rio Grande, Jersey. Uh, where else am I? LTW, I've been working with them quite a bit recently. I have that show in April... I forget the date. I'm sorry to everybody from LTW that watches this, but I forget the date. They all turn into one big date, one big road trip. <laughs> it's just like, where um, am I going? I, this? That's essentially what I do. I was like, where, where are you at this Saturday? That's essentially what I go look at. Yeah, what am I doing this weekend? This Friday, I have Luck of the Draw with ECPW. Uh, June 10th, this is the big one. I am down in Arkansas for AWA. Wow, as as that cross country road trip. <laughs> that's that that's probably uh, the furthest I've ever gone has been. I think the furthest for a wrestling show so far has been definitely either Rio or Atlantic City. That's the furthest I've I've driven so far. Yeah, I got a text in the middle of the night, like two weeks ago. Hey, you want to come out here and work? From Luke Justice, who made his short star debut at the last show. And me and him talked a bit, and he was like, yeah, we'd love to have you down here. Like, yeah, you fit I, our wrestling exactly. I was uh, I was offered a spot in Boston, and uh, I, I, I almost took it, but I was like, yeah, that's a lot. That's 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 a lot. Um, a Rio Grande is so close. Maybe for you. <laughs> it's like, that's like a four-hour drive by the time I get to Pete, and then from Pete to Rio, then back to – it's it's a lot. Yeah, Rio's three and a half for me. I got yeah. friends in Philly. I always make the pit stop to eat something just to break up that drive. Yeah. What? Uh. So here's a question. Uh, the dirtiest heel moment so far in your career, what do you feel has given you the most nuclear heat from fans? The candy bowl. Yeah. The candy bowl got 3,000 reels. Like the views on Instagram, 3,000 views. <laughs> weren't you taking candy away from everybody during the show and then they had to come out and take the bowl off you so kids actually got candy so yeah we did the thing in the middle of the for intermission where we gave all the kids candy and I was the one handing it out and the little kids were telling me what they wanted and I kept giving them Twizzlers because <laughs> nobody wanted the Twizzlers Are they, they were supposed and to be in bags they were supposed to be bags of like you're supposed to just give them each a bag and it had like a variety pack yeah, and I kept taking everything out and giving them the Twizzlers because I yeah. wanted the rest of the candy. <laughs> and, and they kept telling me that I need to watch my figure. And I was like, I watch my figure all year. I'm eating candy. So that was a good one. Then I, that. when they started reaching into the ring, I reaching into the bag to grab their candy bags. I rolled into the ring because I knew they wouldn't follow me into the ring. And then all the little kids, I just got this wave of Twizzlers thrown at me. Yeah. <laughs> that was the stuff. And I ended up using Justin Bon Jovi and Jason Hendrix's 
meat shields for the Twizzlers. Yeah, absolutely. And then, if there's for, any other questions in the chat, please get them in. We're, we we love you guys participating and hanging out and ch- chatting with us. There's um, a chat. I don't want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> on the comments section. Oh, sure yeah, I see that now. Out with us. Yeah. I see that. I'm on my phone, so... Because I don't own a laptop and I refuse to buy one. So where where are some promotions that you haven't worked, but it's on your bucket list that you want to get a match in? I don't really make bucket lists. Um, Pro Wrestling Magic, I like a lot of the guys on that roster. I'd love to come work for them, for sure. Um, Battlefield, I want to make that Battlefield debut since I'm starting up there. Beautiful. That's a big, big show, too. Um... I don't know. Uh, Titan, I'm working on that. I will be at the tryouts next month, next week. I don't know if you're involved in any of that, but no, no. But they're, they're fine over yeah. there without me. <laughs> I'm trying to. Cut I'm back. not. I'm trying to cut back on bookings. <laughs> I don't need any more. But I, w- I wasn't gonna do the. Uh, cr- I forget what the new promotion's being called. P at PJ Savage is running. I wasn't going to do it. And then I heard that PJ is running it. And I'm like, I like where this could go. I will, I will 100% be involved in this. Yeah. PJ is a good dude. It's my, that's probably the only dream match I have on the have Indies. You, I think Stanley Savage. Have you done a uh, sanctuary yet? I have not. You should come to a first Friday. Come hang out at a first Friday. Is that just the first Friday of every month? Yep, and it's pretty much like an open door. You can come in and try out and see if they want to use you in the season or if you're a talent that they want to work with in the future, but you can come and just get a match in. It's, 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 dude, it's really fun. It's a super chill environment. I think the last one they had, I had an ECPW date, so that's because yeah. Lauren the Spiral really asked bad, me. Really bad weather that day, too. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren Spiral, I think he was going to go out. I don't know if he made it or not. No, I don't think so. Like I said, that you was like an ice storm we got that night. Uh, yeah. What about talent wise? You said JP Savage is not, JP's really high on the list. Who who else? Or PJ? Sorry, that, who would you yeah, like to work? P. I think Staley Savage is going to go nuts when we get to that, but I don't think that is going to happen for a while. I don't think we're there yet, story wise. Uh, Revolver Raymond, big fan of him. Me and him brothered up, and I want to. Uh, he says his Larry is better than mine. So I think that's the match we need to have. Uh, I'm always down to beat up Brandon Downey. Uh, if I could take that stupid little bear Osito's mask, I'd love to do that. But what about, what about like Face? Uh, yeah, I think he can stay over. He can stay over Yeah, I don't. Want, I wouldn't wrestle that guy. Heck, yeah, he scares the shit out of me. Stay <laughs> over there. Not scared of him or nothing, but he can. Yeah. yeah. I, I I'd hate to him. beat him. Hate to yeah. beat him. You know, I'd hate to. <laughs> a little does he know every man's weak below the waist, and Jay and Staley's a bit of a cheater. So <laughs> hate to hate to do that to him. <laughs> when I seen him take that chair shot, I was just like, "What a fucking nut!" But how about my chair shot? I have it sitting right over here next to me. Oh, the dentist. The one that KC went. Yeah, I stole it. You know who else I really like at IWA? Like I, I, uh, Tahir James. I would love a match with Tahir. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. I like his work. It's a shame he has to work with Brandon Downey. 
Yeah, what a bummer. Yeah, it's like you have this what a pro wrestler looks like and then this sack of sour cream, Brandon Dowdy. Yeah, just like if a fan just got a chance to get over the guardrail, you know what I mean? Keep them in the crowd. Keep <laughs> them fans in the crowd. <laughs> I love that. Get so, a tan, kid. <laughs> yeah, looking like old milk. I can't talk, you know. What I mean, I uh, I'm pretty white myself. But uh, well, now when I sit next to you in commentary, I'll look better with my tan and everything. So it, just, I think I'll you're helping the business. That'll help me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what advice uh, would you give to a up and coming pro wrestler as far as developing uh, a, a gimmick? I don't don't look for your gimmick. Your gimmick will find you. That is, that's, that's I would Japan kept, has the young boy thing where you just go out and you're in black trunks, black elbow pads, black knee pads. Yeah, and you just go work on your wrestling, and then something will land. Your gimmick will land on you. Yeah. Because I was trying this, that, this, and that. And then I went to a show and a promoter's like, where do you live? I'm like, Jim Thorpe. He's like, oh, that's cool. I was like, yeah, I live on a ranch. And he's like, and you're not doing a cowboy gimmick? I'm like, well, I'm not doing a cowboy gimmick. <laughs> I've been a cowboy my whole natural life, and I'm not doing a cowboy gimmick. So that's what it's so easy for me to do because this is just, this is me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know what I was about to say. Oh, besides professional wrestling, what are some other hobbies? I know we just kind of dived into the, the ranch and stuff, but what are some other hobbies that people may not know outside of wrestling that you're into? I go crazy kayaking, like extreme sport kayaking every time I get the chance. Did you do uh, if you want to call, I have done the rapids easily like a hundred times in my life. How, how crazy is it? Is it, is it like, like if you go hot it's, kayaking on that? I definitely don't recommend it for a beginner. Okay. But it, it's really like if you have any kind of upper body mobility, you're going to be fine. I'm dead. <laughs> like it's I not like, going to kill I like you. Lazy, I like lazy river kayaking. Like the uh, there's a trail in, uh, on the Skook River that literally just – it's just the only – there's one little dip that you have to go down. The rest of it is just like uh, you, you can get drunk or other – activities and go i think i know i think i know what you're talking about like poor clinton but, to something like yeah yeah i know what you're talking about like i yeah, like good lake kayaking that's just good day get out there tan drink like seven beers before you get back it's it's, it's like, just so relaxing the shit out of me though i see too many really? movies, brother. like there's a monster in that lake i'm not <laughs> you know what I mean? oh like, probably you you ever see a muskie like yeah there are monsters in that lake <laughs> Uh, what's your thoughts on other wrestlers hating on someone coming up in a locker room for a promotion? People talk negative uh, about our lives and how our, uh, about us and how we look past to succeed. Well, let's read that uh, on coming up in a locker room for a promotion. Um, I, I listen, I think if you're being talked negative in a locker room, um, usually if there's, there's smoke, there's fire. I, I, you know, you know what I never had before. I never had someone walk up in the locker room and say, Jaden's a real piece of shit, like because he does stuff outside of wrestling, or this person. Like usually, if someone's saying something, it's probably because it's there's a little there's a little truth to it. I've had uh, little incidents because I get that I have problems walking away from my gimmick, and I am very much my gimmick. I am big. I am a little obnoxious. I am a cowboy, so like I get where that can annoy people. 
I yeah, tell people all the time, just tell... I'll say the person is a scumbag, but I'm saying like outside accusations. If there's outside accusations, usually if there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, that's what like I, if I get heat for something, it's like, is that really a shocker to you that I would do something like that? Yeah. Like, really? Like, it's that's surprising to you. I live in Pennsylvania. I <laughs> live on a ranch. Is is this fact about me surprising to you kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, so other other things you do besides this kayaking and all that? Uh, a lot of Legos. You're a Lego Big guy. Lego guy. Big Lego guy. Yeah, there's. I want to get yeah. a few different sets, but they're too, they're so expensive. Like the and every one I want to get is like three hundred plus dollars. You know what I mean? Like I might have them. <laughs> the Ghostbuster house them. has always been a bucket list one. I want to get the Ghostbusters house. Uh, the, I have, have the car. Big Bowser. They had a TV where it was like Super Mario. You you built a a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo, and then a TV, and then Mario was on the TV. I have that one. That was fuck. Oh. I have that one. I just ordered the Jurassic Park scene one where you build the T-Rex and the flip car. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that one's cool. Uh, I bought the modular cabin at the Lego store because I went to Philly the other day. I have the Winnie the Pooh one right behind me. The Star Wars Bad Bat ship right behind me. The Millennium Falcon over there. The entire Hogwarts. Like 30 feet from me, there's just a huge table of Legos. That's, that's sick. Hey. Yeah. And then up in my room, I have the bat wing you could put on the wall. Big Batman guy. So I was like, I'm just buying that as soon as I saw it. That's sick. Uh, here you go. It's like my in-house lobby. Leon the King with another great question. Top three movies and top three music artists. <laughs> movies? Uh, they Live is one of my favorite movies ever made. Obey. Uh, big, big classic horror movie guy. Ah. <sighs> I'm not like a movie guy. I like I, I love the all the Firefly t- trilogy from Rob Zombie is probably number two. Big Rob Zombie mark. And then for three, The Greatest Showman is one of my favorite movies ever, even though really? it's a musical. Yeah, wow. I love well, that one movie. Of, one of my favorite movies is a musical, but I don't like musicals. I like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I'm not a big a big musical guy, but that movie just like has stuck with me forever. What about music? Out like if you had three CDs, you would, you would, you would die with. What would they be? You're stuck on an island. You can only listen to three albums. I don't know albums like that. You're, you're big generation. Toby Keith guy. Yeah, big Toby Keith. I know like artists. I don't know like the albums. Yeah, you, listen, you, you guys got to a point where just out, uh, CDs don't even matter. Like artists don't even put CDs. Yeah, out. just like here's a bunch. I'm of I'm 21. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird. <laughs> I'm 21. I, we used to look forward been, to CDs. Like now, it's just like every artist. Yeah, and, like here's a bunch of singles, and then just put them on a playlist and call it a day. Yeah, when's it coming to Spotify, dude? Like that's. Yeah. Dude, I miss when an uh, album the whole, changed throughout the the tempo of the album changed, and you listen to an album from track one to track thirteen, and you took you on a ride. You don't get that anymore. Yeah, I, I, I know you're talking about because my dad's a big Grateful Dead guy. Yeah. And all their albums are like that. But when I hear jam bands, I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm going to jump out of this car. Yeah, you don't know I when like, the song ends, the next one begins. Yeah, like I'm a big music guy, but I'll listen to anything. But jam bands, I can't do that. That's country for it. me. Yeah, see, I'm a big country music yeah, guy. Country, and country that, shrivels my nuts up. Somebody tried to say something to me once, and that goes back to before. That's surprising to you that I listen to country music. 
Yeah, I'm like this is, yeah, this is a shocker to you. Honestly, though, probably Hellbilly Deluxe Two by Rob Zombie is one of the wow. albums I could listen to forever. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's my favorite album ever. He's my favorite artist of all time. I haven't missed a Freaks on Parade tour in like six years. Wow. Do you ever hear? So my buddy made a joke. Uh, I think I think he got it from like a um, a meme, but it was like Rob Zombie is just the hot topic version of Mancha Man Randy Savage. I've shared that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my buddy and his band would go on stage as Mancha Man Randy Savage and sing uh, "Thunder Kiss" nineteen sixty nine. I was going to use that as my a theme, and never really? did. Yeah. That was almost my theme, and I was like, I don't think this works for me. <laughs> yeah. It'd be tough. Tough sell. Rob Zombie is a cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy. Uh, well, yeah, that's a thing. Me and Brandon in a tag team. I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but <laughs> everybody needs to fall down, man. Yeah. Someone someone needs to play Ricky, right? Ricky Morton. Yeah. Let him go out there and but take I already. I already got my field seat tickets for Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper freaks on parade at the montage in Scranton. I think my what's today the fourteenth. Friday. Uh, let me check my watch. Yeah. I think Friday play. My buddies are in Philly playing. They're on tour right now with uh, Steel Panther. But my buddy, he he sent me a Snapchat. Uh, Chris Jericho showed up at the show and got on stage and sang. And he just like taking a Snapchat with Chris Jericho. I was like, "You fucking son of a bitch!" Yeah. Someone I work with, he, his friend is a D, his brother's a DJ, and he did uh, Brother Love's birthday party the other day and met JBL, Booker T, everybody that went to Brother Love's birthday party. That's sick. Uh, just want to point out for a young guy like uh, like you at 21 years old, you definitely look great. Amazing look for a young pro wrestler like you. He's all right. Uh, something like that, big guy. I actually, ju- I was just coming back from the gym when I texted you. I just pulled into my house. Yeah, that's all. That's all, Jim Swall. He doesn't actually look like that. No, this is. I'm just inflated right now. <laughs> yeah, he looks. Ma- he looks like mashed potatoes when you normally see him. <laughs> yeah, you should see me without my shirt on. <laughs> don't don't look at look at me from the chest up. That's the only. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that. Remember that thirty-two pack you talked about drinking? That's from the way, That's from the chest down. Yeah, that's that's all down there. That's a lot of fucking bush apples down there. <laughs> but it's the greatest beer on the planet. Very sweet though. Very very sweet. I think that's why it's the best beer. Yeah, I'm a Chetty guy. I like me some Chetty. All right, we're about that time. Any more questions? Please get them out there. Is there any any fun stories from the road or from from pro, pro wrestling that? Maybe people don't know about that that they that you would like to share with us. Now I'm trying to think of some. I can tell you how I got asked back to IWA. Yeah, let's do that. So I made my debut at IWA almost a year and a half ago. December would have been my one year there, so it's roughly a year and three months. I debuted in a six man scramble where Adina suplexed me. Uh, I took everybody's moves. I don't think I did anything to anybody. Uh, and I'm leaving the show with my ex now. And I'm like, hold up. Give me a minute. I saw Frank. And now you work at IWA. You know, Frank is like, respect is the only thing on this planet that matters to him. And I walk up to him and I'm like, thank you so much for this opportunity. Like, th- the, 
indie darling. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You gave me this shot. I'm thinking I'm never getting asked back. I forgot my gear. I was wrestling in shorts. Like it was just the worst night I think I've ever had in this business. Next thing I know, like two weeks later, I don't know if you know about the fallout between IWA and like all that garbage that happened. No, I don't. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff, and Frank like completely rebranded. And he texts me, he's like, "Hey, Poppy, you've probably gotten that text before." Now the text I get from him are, "Hey, handsome, good morning, handsome. What's up, beautiful?" Hey, Papa. Papa. That's what I first. Yeah. And he's like, "Of all the new guys I brought in that night, you're the only one that thanked me on your way out. I want to keep using you." I love that. So that's like. And now I'm like prominent position on every show. I'm like, Frank has told me I'm currently one of his more successful homegrown projects. Yeah. He, uh, we all know I, how I walked, I walked into yeah. the venue that day and he brought me in insane amount of trust, uh, mostly because Pete's the main guy and you can literally put Pete next to a broomstick and it could still be a good commentary. Um, I, they brought me in to do the, the first episode of Alliance. Uh, intensity and then do the show after long long day and i think him just kind of seeing seeing us do the whole day like my first time helped and then i said to him like yo do you realize that me and peter are gonna are gonna dress up as like the devil and jesus right and he's like yeah no problem i was like there's a lot of jesus stuff in this building i was like are they gonna be offended and he's like no they're gonna love you oh they stab you papa i don't know we'll figure it out (laughs) and i was just like all right here we go but uh and that, another thing too that that really like gets my anxiety through the roof is like when I show up at a wrestling show, I don't I'm not a suit and tie guy. You know what I mean? So I think some people hear me and then they, they bring me in and they're like, "Yo, do you like you're wearing like a fucking horror movie T-shirt and a jacket full of patches and holes in your jeans? Like, are you gonna look presentable?" And I'm like, "This is me. Like, I don't I don't do the the suit and tie thing. You know what I mean? And and that's a cool thing about IWA too is that they accept that like." They want you to be yeah. like they bring you in because of who you are as a person and, and what you're comfortable with and, and, and you're building your brand. And I think IWA is awesome for that. That's what when I came to LTW, my debut show, I get out of my car, cowboy boots, boot cut jeans, a black tank top and a cowboy hat. And Charlie Bonifer's there and the guy love working him. love him. The guy working looks at Charlie. He's a real goddamn cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie's like yeah, <laughs> and I'm really a serial killer now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Hunter's trademark question. Uh, I asked this to every guest on the ABG podcast. If you could write a letter to your younger self, what would it be? I'll lose weight sooner. <laughs> Start hey, working out sooner. Yeah. Start That's working out sooner. Mine would have been quit sports and learn how to play guitar. Out of me. No, it, it probably would have been like. Uh, you did great. <laughs> You're doing okay. Yeah. Nothing like, lasts forever would be a big one too. Yeah, just keep doing. Yeah. Just, Don't maybe I, I, if I can get the time back that I wasted on fucking worrying about what people thought of me or worrying about other people's feelings instead of my own, I would I, I wasted a lot of time. I think that's one perk of I never did. I yeah. I like never cared what anybody <laughs> thought of me from day yeah. one. I was like, I want to get to the 205 weight class for powerlifting. I'm eating nothing. And people are like, you're stupid. Eh, blow me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, I have the 620 deadlift. You don't. That's, that's uh, My back would be fucking still laying there if I tried that. But, Jane, thank you I so much. 
for uh, yeah for coming on the show. Uh, anything else you want to get out there that we didn't talk about? Anything you want to plug? Where can people find you? Anything like that? Merchandise. Uh, pro wrestling tees, Jaden Staley. Get yourself an HCE t-shirt, the uh, clothesline from hell t-shirt featuring Brandon Downey. It is uh, the album cover t-shirt. We put the parental advisory sticker on the clothesline still. Uh, the Staley Station t-shirt. There is a new Thoroughbred t-shirt logo coming soon. Uh, it will be like purple and gray, and it's going to look really cool because I'm getting that gimmick over because the HCE shirt is kind of running its course. So that there's always sales because I don't believe in charging people a lot for t-shirts. Uh, I will be all over Jersey next month. I have high ground on Saturday. Uh, Jaden underscore Staley, not Steely, Stanley, Steely, uh, just Staley on Instagram, Facebook, Jaden Staley. I usually react. Right? If you want to come and talk trash on me, I will reply to you and you will regret your decision that same hour. <laughs> So I'm very reactive on social media to everybody. So follow me, reach out. I'll trash you, all that kind of stuff. Find me with Anthony Blackwell Jr. at what's the bar? No, uh, the bar. Bright Path. Path. We're going to be going to Bright Path. Yeah, we're going to start cutting promos at Bright Path together. So one of the things I'm doing now is I want to do – I want to do – brewery and bar reviews right so i want to go to like different dive bars around the area and different breweries and just put my gopro on the table and we order like a flight of beers and just be like yo here's our experience and like what do we think of the beers and just shoot the shit so maybe you can okay so after after this closes down me and anthony blackwell are gonna put together the jbl and cole show where this is get ready for this because we're doing it. I'm not giving him an option. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do this. Everybody's gonna enjoy it. We're gonna go around and review beer. There it is. Do I get to wear a cowboy so hat? I'll buy it for you. I'll bring one for you. <laughs> I'll I got wear you. you. I got you. I will get you a cowboy hat. I have I like weird. 14. Well, I look weird with long hair and a cowboy hat. Not he really looks so right. much better with long hair. And yeah, a I look hat. like a, a legit cowboy. Like, like. Fucking Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I'm telling you, watch out for that now, everybody. On my media, his media, we will be doing the JBL and Cole show. Pennsylvania I style. Think first, I think the first beer we have to review is we'll bring it to IWA and we'll do a full review on Bush Apple. Oh, we can do that. I have the whole variety pack of Angry Orchards right back here somewhere. The box is too far away. But those <laughs> are like the only, only good thing you can get close to Bush Apple. You like ciders. You like your ciders. I just like my malt beverages. Like that. You should come to you should come to uh Pilger Road me one time. That's Deppens Brewery in Pottsville. Oh, uh, let me know. I don't like to drink alone, so All right, man. You heard it. You'll you'll beer reviews coming soon with Jaden. So that'll beer be reviews. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for hanging out once again for the ABJ podcast. Make sure you check the links below for myself as well as my guest. Um like I uh, check out the uh, the Patreon, check out the uh, merchandise. Look at yeah, we're flexing guns now. I've been I've been hitting the row machine at the gym. I'm trying to I'm trying to. Leave I, I, Go ahead. I always finish my back workouts with the row machine. That's like a full body workout. Like that's like you're doing a squat, a sit up, and a fucking and a, and a chest press with a fucking back back thing there. I love. Yeah, that. now try it and just brace your core the whole time. Yeah, you don't you let your core do the squat, not the legs. That's what I've been trying to do. Exactly. There it That's... is. 
But uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, next week or this week on the podcast uh, on Thursday, Eric Pinhat from Diamond City War Machines will be coming on. Then next Tuesday, Brad DeMeo, his tag team partner, joins the podcast the following week. Let's see if he retains it or not this Saturday at Philadelphia. But Mike Skyros, the HCW television champion. And then we close out the week with Nathaniel Cunningham and the queen of independent wrestling, Mary Elizabeth. And that's going to do it for the, the, this month. Uh, we already are completely booked up for next month and the month after. A uh, lot of cool names. Do you want, some, do you want, you want a little sneak peek? Oh, April. yes. April. I listen to these on the way to work. Yeah, April is going to be Pete Corvus, Dylan Messerschmidt, yeah. Rembrandt, Ooh. Daniel oh, Alexander, man. Sam, Serious Sam from IWA, from uh, SSW, uh, my buddy James from, uh, he just started his own podcast. We're going to talk to him. He's from the UK. Kit Rath and Cosmic is going to be all for the month of April. And then, like I said, we are booked up from all of may is booked up and we're working on june as soon as we get a little further down the line but tons of great guests don't tell me brandon downey blacklist brandon downey from this podcast brown and downey maybe in may you don't want to do that i (laughs) talked to that guy and you don't want to do that (laughs) it might be the shortest podcast you know we'll, we'll see how it goes maybe we'll get his mom to sponsor it have his mom on it. She's way better to talk to. Yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. <laughs> they are that, fun. Uh, yeah, his crowd. Listen, fun. she's a she's a lot of fun. Wow, Jesus! She'll never admit it. All right, Old she, had, she invented the HCE. That's yeah. <laughs> if you are free this Saturday and you're in the Philadelphia area, uh, come hang out at uh, uh, Spring Break '93. Our Spring '93 breakdown. Hosted by myself, Anthony Blackwell Jr., Saturday 18th. Tomorrow, March 18th, 3.30, bell time 4. Uh, we'll also be at Icons. Myself, Philly Mike, and Mike Skyros at the Icons event. You can come and see us, buy some tickets for the event. After Icons is over, you can go and see a wrestling show, and we'll get you out in plenty of time so you can get back to the 2300 Arena and see another show. If you're not in the Philadelphia area, go see High Grounds. Uh, High Grounds will be at the, uh, the Falcon's Nest again, correct? Yeah, and I got no idea what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm going to be there. He's going to be beating people up, so go check that out, and we'll see you guys next I'm time. I'm going to be sitting at the bar. That's always a good time as well. We'll see you guys next time on the ABJ Podcast. We're out of here.